How you doing? This is Black Shy Guy here with a brand new podcast. Yes, it is freaking Thursday. I'm a day late from my episode. I do apologize. A lot of things have been going on. I had to work an extra shift yesterday. So listen, I have a good excuse. So back off me. Just back up a little. Go get that drink. Come join me at my table. Before you join me at my table, though, make sure you follow my Discord. Make sure you also rate the podcast. And also, make sure you make sure you follow my Instagram. Because it has all my links to all my social media outlets. Once again, this is Black Shy Guy. And I thank you for sitting at my table. Let's dive into what we are going to discuss today. And what we're going to discuss today is the debate Jebediah Bella had with Hunter. And if you don't know who Jebediah is, right, she's a beautiful woman, obviously, who has a rising podcast, and she talks about relationship, about the manosphere, about, you know, um, testosterone, etc. She talks about all of that, you know what I mean? And I find her topics very interesting. She was talking to Hunter, who's also a rising podcast star who talks about the same thing and talks about politics, etc. And obviously I leaned over to a lot of what Jebediah was saying. I agreed to a lot of things that she was saying. And I want to go over to do, I want to go over the most important topics to their discussion. Their discussion was about two hours and a half. And I just, I just want to talk about basically the main meat of what they're talking about. I want to have, I want to go to the meat, you know, the protein of what they were talking about. You know what I'm saying? So grab your drink, come join me and let's dive into this discussion. We are going to dive into the middle of their discussion when they start talking about head of household. And listen, I'm going to say a couple of things from my and it's my opinion it is my opinion it's not facts it's just my opinion it's it's what i think and what i believe and obviously i'm not above correction so it is what it is you want to voice your opinion you want to voice your opinion when you join my discord voice your opinion it is what it is i'm always open to a rebuttal (laughs) you know what i'm saying I'm always open to a rebuttal, but let's dive in to this very interesting conversation where they start talking about head of household. Let down for the woman and oftentimes is the motivator behind why she might want to divorce and move on because her expectations haven't been met. And there, I mean, I don't know what, how much of a motivator that is. There's a number of factors that come into why women leave. Um, and some of it I think has to do with truly the embrace of feminism in terms of the workforce and what that does to a household. I'm not telling the women not to work, do what you want, but the dynamic that that has created in some households has been problematic. I think a lot of times the studies also show that when women make more money than men, that becomes a problem in the dynamic and the relationship. Well, that was, you're you're right, that it did show that, but that gap has significantly decreased, I think, in the early 2000s. And even when it was still there, it was because men would feel insecure about the fact that their women their wives, whatnot, were making more money than them. And I think that that too is like, that's what I mean, is this idea that because you're a man, you need to be the dominant breadwinner at all times. I think that the best approach is 
what works best for the individual family unit. Okay, but that doesn't, I'm going to tell you that doesn't work for women by and large. They don't like it. They don't like it. Women don't like to be in a relationship where, I'm not saying every case, by the way, I'm not saying every And before I, I let her continue, I do agree with that. Majority of ladies do not like the fact that they have to be head of household, not by choice, but the fact that there's no option because a man chooses to stay in a job that doesn't pay him enough or the man chooses not to um, seek better opportunities for higher pay. The thing is, in my opinion, ladies love the option to have... Uh, they basically love the option to be able to leave their job if they get um, fed up with it. They love the fact that if their man is working and, and their man is the breadwinner, their ladies love the fact that they have the option to leave their job if they can't take, they, they can't take it anymore. And when they don't have that option, it's, it's not good. It's not good for the man, period. It, it, it just leads to problems. Ladies love that option and they love that option to be open. And when the man is not the breadwinner, when she has this, when she has to literally carry the household, that puts a strain. That puts a strain. And I don't care what anybody says. To me, that's facts what she said right there. Let's continue. The case, but oftentimes when you wind up in a situation where a guy is earning less money, the woman becomes uncomfortable in that dynamic because women in many cases want the option to work, but they don't want to have to work, A. They want that flexibility. And again, there is, again, men and women are different and women do want to be able to lean on that guy. And, and there be, is a power can. dynamic shift that happens when it comes to money that yes, the man feels, right? Because in his mind and in his body and in his testosterone, he's saying, I should be the man of this house. I should be taking care of X, Y, and Z. And now I'm not. I disagree with and this. There's Stop it. I don't know where Hunter's coming from with why he disagrees with that. I mean, obviously he's entitled to his own opinion. And, uh, and, and don't get me, don't, don't get it twisted. Hunter's a very bright young man. You know what I mean? So there's a lot of people that don't agree with him and they start calling him names. I think that's very immature and that's very idiotic to do. But, um, I don't understand as a man's man why he can't see the, the the logic behind what Jebediah is saying. I, I, I just don't understand. When the man doesn't feel like he's taking care of his household and he is not the primary head of household, the, ones, the, the one that everything goes through, the man doesn't feel like a man. He doesn't. I'm old school, so I basically do not feel like a man if I'm not handling shit and if I and not, if I'm not the king of my house. I'm not gonna feel like a man. It is what it is. It's by nature. It's by it is it, by it's by is is how men are, are 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 designed, and you can't change that. I know there are some men that are losers. I understand that, but <laughs> most men who are men, that's the way they're gonna feel. I don't understand why Hunter thinks that that that's not possible. I, 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 and the thing is, when, when, when they discuss this, and I understand what Hunter is saying, 
because some of his points are are, are 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 logical. Some of his points are logical, but they're not. They're not facts, and he wants to say that they're facts, but they're not. It, it, it's just, and and then Hunter comes with so many. Well, in the studies, well, what study are you talking about? Because he mentions a lot of studies, and there's no. It, I I don't know. Let's continue. I, then, I don't think this is a biological thing. I think that you men... You don't think that testosterone drives men to achievement in a way that women don't feel when it comes to career and otherwise. I think that testosterone can be a component there, but the idea that men, because they're men, need to be the main breadwinner, I disagree with that. I think that that's largely a social thing. We tell men that you're a guy, you need to be the one going to work and making the money, when, again, one... They've, there's been studies done back in the 1970s mm -hmm. that found that when men are actually involved in the household. All these studies he's mentioning, where, is, where are these studies? I, I would have I really agreed with him if he would have had a paper in front of him showing the studies that he researched. But the fact that he's just coming out of the woodwork with these studies, and I do believe that he did look it up. I do believe that he did his research. But the fact that, I we just have to take him on his word that he researched these studies. Um, I I it's just I find it to be very uncomfortable to to believe chores that stabilizes marriage. It benefits marriage when they're in an equal partnership where both of them are equally respected and they both have um, a valid influence on the other partner. That benefits relationships. You could be in a you can be in a, a situation of mutual respect though, where you're not equally sharing household chores. I mean, that's just well, yeah. I, again, equal when. Well, yeah, I'm giving you you a can be in a situation of, of mutual there, but, uh, respect and where a guy works and a woman stays home I and agree. is a housewife. But so why couldn't it be the other way around? Well, you tell me. I mean, they, they should the, the, the women who don't like that dynamic and the marriages that end as a result of it should tell me. I, I, I can't speak to that. What I there can say is that women very oftentimes get into an uncomfortable dynamic when they are head of household. They don't want to be head of household. But being the breadwinner doesn't necessarily mean you're the head of household. And I don't think that it should be it does, the one though. head of household. I think if you're a couple, if you're married, especially with children, you should be a unit. You should be in agreement. There has you to should be, be a head working of together. There has to be a head of household, though. Why? There has to be. Because what? You see what I'm saying? How? That's like saying, right? Let's make a team with no leader. How would a team run with no leader? You tell me that. A team with no leader. All the, none of the players have positions that they have to play. None of the players have positions that they have to hold themselves accountable to keep running at an efficient rate. That's, for him to say there doesn't have to be a head of household, he's basically saying there doesn't have to be a leader in the house. There has to be a head of household in that house. Where the majority of decisions go through, you know, financial decisions, you know, decisions made upon the house. Obviously, we all know ladies kind of run that department when it comes to what goes in the house. You know, I want this color on the wall, baby. Hey, I want a blue. I want this painted blue, etc. We all know that. But it still runs through the head of household. You understand what I'm saying? Everybody has a position. It doesn't make you any less just because you have a position and you're upholding that position. But there has to be a head of household. It, 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 
for him to say that there's a, a leader is not needed, I don't know what he's talking about. I don't know what Hunter's talking about. Because ultimately, ultimately, when you sit down at a table and you're making a decision, somebody has to green light that, right? So somebody, at the end of the day, you say you're, you're going back and forth, you're going back and forth, you're going back and forth. There has to be a green light at the end of the day. Who is that going to be? Well, it's going to depend on the decision being made. So there's sometimes where... You sound like me in my first... Audience, does he not sound like me in my first interview with Rolo? I'm just saying. No, because I've gone through a little bit of a process here where I had to sit back and kind of think about this stuff. But, and I'm not saying there should ever be a situation of disrespect, but in a household where a woman makes more money, mm -hmm. is in a position of authority, is in a more dominant role, you're going to have a problem in that household. You are. That woman is going to be very distracted away from that man by a guy over here who is, who is expressing a more dominant masculine energy. So when you say that men, or when you talk about the, the um, head of household thing, mm -hmm. to, just to go back to that really quick. I think that this should, again, like what I just said, be dependent on the decision being made. So there's plenty of times where me and my wife might disagree on things, and then I kind of, you know, explain my position mm -hmm. and explain why, and then she gives hers, and then sometimes I'm like, you know what, that's a good point. I think that that's, that's a good idea. Let's go for it. That's fine. So, but that doesn't make her the head of household because she greenlit that decision, no, right? No, it doesn't, it's but if there's... We're working as a team. That's the goal but there. But what is the energy in the house? Who has the dominant energy in the house? You can't have one person. Let, there, there is a dominant. Let's hear what he says. Somebody has it. I don't know what dominant energy is. That sounds like some hippie. Okay, stuff. let's put it into the. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, you kidding me? You don't know what dominant energy she's talking about. I I I, I want to hear the conclusion of this. Is there a dominant energy in a bedroom? Does um, one person have a more dominant energy in a bedroom? A man or one? I'm I'm not saying. I'm saying in, in every bedroom. This is like I, I just the thing is again is that if you want to have those types of dynamics, it's fine. But it's the the expectation that it should be that way that oftentimes. But here's what I'm harm. here's what all I'm well, saying though: is there a dominant energy? It, I'm not telling you men or women. In, I'm saying in every in every household, in mm -hmm. every bedroom, and it may look different bedroom to bedroom, house to house. Is there a dominant energy, a more authoritative energy in those scenarios? I would say yes. It would. I, Somebody honestly, has it would to be wholly more. depend on the household. I mean, Jesus where they're, yeah, they're going to have the man who is like. Listen, and, and, and we're going to get to what Hunter says, okay? But let me throw out what I. <laughs> what I'm taking from this, okay? There's definitely a dominant energy in the house, and most of the time is from the man, okay? There's no way that house is running efficient. If the dominant energy in the house is the woman, shoot me if you want to, okay? Shoot me if you want to, all right? Just let it be a water gun, okay? <laughs> There's no way that house is running efficiently if the woman is head of household and she has the dominant energy. There's no way the bedroom is efficient if the woman is the dominant energy in that bedroom. I, I'm just, it, once again, it's my opinion. We can debate this in the Discord if you want. You heard me? Let's continue. Like the ultimate authority. And when you're talking about the bedroom stuff, 
um, usually when <laughs> it's been demonstrated that when women are expected to be submissive in that role, they have less than satisfying sexual experiences. Women are not expected it's to be submissive. They women are. become submissive because it's appealing to them because they like a man to act like a man. If they exactly. What? I, I can't believe. Listen, I can't believe Hunter being a man is against what Jebediah just said right there when it comes to the bedroom. When it comes to a woman being submissive in the bedroom. The fact that he's saying women are expected to be submissive, so ha most of the time, the fact that they're expected to be submissive, the relationship or whatever he's about to say is not successful. That's bullshit. I don't know what study he's coming from with that, but that's bullshit. There is no way, there's no way that a woman being submissive in the bedroom is a negative. There's no way. The man, most of the time, is the dominant force in that bedroom. And hopefully for a lot of you guys, you are the dominant force. And for the ladies that listen to me, hopefully you are submissive. I I'm just saying. I'm just, hey, don't shoot me, right? Obviously, there are points and times in a relationship when, you, when you're in that sexual encounter that the woman want to dominate for a couple of seconds. Like, hey, turn yourself away. Whatever the case may be. You know what I mean? Hey, make sure you're of age. This is a very important and adult-like podcast. I should have said that in the beginning. Make sure if you're, you're of age if you're listening, okay? For real. If you're below 16 years old, get your ass out of here. But anyway, let's continue. Like that, then they don't report negative you sexual satisfaction. Tell me, you cannot tell me that your statistics show that women want to run the bedroom. I mean, I then that's not what I said. What I said is the idea that because they're a woman, they must be the total submissive one But you're here. caught up. That is leading to less than ideal sexual experiences. So you're caught up in, and I see this as a trend, always societal expectations. And mm -hmm. what I'm talking about is that men and women are different by nature of their biology and their hormonal makeup. This and is as the a lazy, result, this is lazy. It's not lazy. This it's, is lazy. It's science. No, it's not. This it is, is the though. this is the lazy it way is. out. You can you can show. Oh my God! You want to talk about studies? You can show studies of babies, newborns, male and female newborns that respond to stimuli differently. Yeah. You can show studies of and male babies are more emotionally responsive. By the way, there was something about a study I saw recently about how um, women, y newborn female babies, respond more to faces, and mm -hmm. male babies responded more to mobiles or something. Something uh, like that they effect. tended like um, um, using their hands, yes, stuff yes. like that. So objects, even even the sex hormones that before they're even born, the sex hormones that comprise the makeup of the womb when it's a male womb versus when it's uh, uh you know when there's a male inside the womb versus a female are different so these well, things absolutely affect the brain chemistry of I individuals agree with this, but the reason i'm saying it's a lazy way out is to say like a minute ago you said like women don't like when they make more than the ma the man i'm saying um, they divorce happens in cases more often when women earn more that gap there's has a, closed though i already said that no that, because this is why it's the lazy way out is you're saying Oh, well, it's probably just their biology that they prefer the man to be the breadwinner. I'm not saying it's probably just their biology. She's not saying that it's probably, but biology does play a part. Biology does play a part. We are who we are. A man is a man. A woman is a woman. And most times than not, they act according to who they are.
A woman acts like a woman, and a man acts like a man. Nothing wrong with saying that biology plays a part. Biology. I'm saying their biology and their hormones and their the differences between men and women that are factually based, grounded in science, plays a role in that. I'm not saying society plays no role, by the way. Yeah, but what I'm not saying society plays the exclusive role. So in other words, society impacts us. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Go ahead. Just, I, the reason I'm saying it sounds like a lazy way out is, yes, there is a large societal component. If you are raised yeah. in an environment where you are taught that a good masculine man is the one who's providing – and then you end up being the one being the main breadwinner, that might make you uncomfortable. That's not because of the biology or her hormones or anything. So that, it's that, because of the expectation that she has been socialized silly. into. That's silly. It is not silly. Now, by the way, and I, I will agree with too. you. I so will agree with you that there is a social component to behavior. I have to, I have to ask you a follow-up question. There is. A, 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 before we get to what he's about to say, there is a social component to that. Women are expected Women are expected to have a man take a hold of that household and lead it. So when they don't have that, the fact that she was taught to to expect her man to handle everything, that will bother her. So he is right about that. I am not going to lie. He is right about that. So it, social media, everything plays a part. But it, it biology to me plays a bigger part. A woman is supposed to be cared for, protected, taken care of. A man is supposed to handle all of that. Whether you want to believe it or not, it's expected by nature for the man to be the defendant of that woman. The defender, etc. The protector, the provider. It's just expected. So... It already has shown that, yes, there was a time where if the woman made more, particularly in the 1980s, mm -hmm. that would raise the likelihood of divorce, mm -hmm. usually because men felt insecure. That gap has now closed. That no longer is a risk. So if it was a biological factor, you would not see that gap close. Instead, society has been more accepting of women being top earners. And if the man is better at stay-at-home dad, he can be the stay-at-home one. And we're not seeing an increase so in divorce. A stay-at-home dad. Listen, if I walk into a house and I see the dad being a stay-at-home dad and I see the woman coming in at 7 in the evening because she had to work, she decided to work three hours of overtime because she has a big bill coming out that week, I'm going to be looking at the dude. He better have some type of deficiency. He better have some type of handicap situation going on because if he's A-OK -okay to work, and he's the one that decided to be the stay-at-home dad, he cannot, he cannot be in my clique. And I cannot be friends with him. I'm sorry, I can't. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It is what it is. Get at me at Discord if you got a problem with that. You're that, saying, this, that is, this is the underlying, your biological no, no, claim. I'm, it's not a purely biological claim. I'm not saying that biology dictates everything. What I'm saying is that there are components of biology, components of just anatomy, like science, genes, um, chromosomes, hormones that play a role. And society impacts that as well. People are a product of the society that they are raised Their in and grow up in. All of that. Yeah. I think that both of those things come into play. And we can actually 
usher this right into our gender activism. But this is why. But this is why I feel like it's the lazy way. Is because. But why is that lazy to say that these two things coexist and have an impact? Wait, but it is. (laughs) Everybody, wait. Everybody's behavior is a mixture of their socialization and their biology. That's how humans are. Right. We are all a result. But you have a whole. But Wait, no, 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 hold on a second, though. We have a whole society of people in 2023 that don't acknowledge that biology exists, so we can't just assume. Before we move on to that, the thing is, the problem, the reason this is lazy is because it's easier to be like, eh, women prefer the man to be the breadwinner. Uh, it's probably or mostly biological. If that gap has closed, then somewhere the biology is no longer calling the shots. So I would ask Clearly you, there are is those a social element? I would ask you, we, we would have to go and ask those people what do those households look like? Are they happy? Mm-hmm. Are they a functional, healthy relationship? I doubt it. Like? I mean, if, if they're the not divorced, divorce well, is going, I mean, gone down, that doesn't necessarily fine. translate to that. I, I, I don't know. All I can say to you is that there is a dominant, like when we talk about, and I think the Red Pill community has certain interpretations of the People are divorcing more than ever. What is he talking about? Divorce is still at a high rate. Even if it went down 2%, it's still at a high rate. People are not staying together. They're not. Divorce is rampant in this country. The word submissive, that's, you know, some find controversial, whatever it may be. But if you're talking about a dynamic of men and women, mm-hmm. I think that there is a discomfort. Why do women consistently say, they want a gentleman. What does that mean to be a gentleman? It means that there's a certain authority about you. You're opening doors. You're making sure she gets home okay. You are exhibiting a form of dominance in that relationship. Why do they consistently say that they want a guy that makes more than $100,000 a year? Because it's important to them that that guy be a financially stable rock to lean on. You don't see guys saying that about women. Why? Because they're not looking to lean on a woman in the same way that a woman is looking to lean on a man. That structure is absolutely present in society, not because society tells you, but because women are biologically inclined to be thinking about, first of all, our hormonal cycle does not enable us to be nine to five crazy go-getters in the same capacity as men. It doesn't, even when it comes to exercise, that's a reality. And secondly, our biology is ticking time, like a ticking time on toward do I want a family? Do I want to be, you know, have a baby? Pregnancy, ups and downs of a menstrual cycle, all of that comes into play, and they know because that biologically biolo- biology is hooked into reality. They know that they want that flexibility to be able to stay at home and to be able to have that rock to lean on. Men don't have to think about any of that stuff. So that's what I'm saying. What I'm saying is biology plays a role in what you prioritize and what you where your thought process goes well beyond what society can tell you in the same way that society can sit down and tell you that you know um men shouldn't care about body count because equality or something doesn't change the reality that men do care about body count because that's coming from a hard wire within that is coming some of this stuff is intrinsic not all but some there has to be a component of it that we acknowledge is intrinsic i mean i again like i've said obviously there is a degree of biology interacting with the society around you um but even when you you say like women are just not as good at at the nine to five i didn't say not as good i said not hardwired hormonally in the same way for a consistent nine to five grind and the reason for why do women thrive in these circumstances why are women are they thriving women are horribly unhappy horribly wait 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 wait, wait, hold on everybody is unhappy right now women are more unhappy now than they were 30 years ago. Happiness rates in general are decreasing. Here's what I'm talking to you about. Yes, decreasing. Testosterone looks like this. Testosterone, if you look at... 
How is it? How is it decreasing? This is what I'm talking about. What study is he looking at? I wish I had my hormonal thing. I'm really into hormones because I had irregular hormones for a while, so it led me to a lot of research. Testosterone is flat. It's steady, right? Mm -hmm. Which is why personal trainers, when they train women versus men sometimes, will look at guys, and they can do a more of a consistent workout schedule. Women are like all like this because we have all of these different phases of a hormonal cycle. Mm -hmm. They'll even structure workouts where they'll say, women can't go hardcore at this in this phase, I don't remember it's the luteal or I, I don't know the details of that. But in this phase, they're more likely to need more rest. Like everything is designed around. But that doesn't around translate. But it no, that doesn't translate. Well, no, to that the doesn't translate cycle. to them not being. Or you said they're not. You said you didn't say they're not as good. No, I'm. But they're no, they're very good. They're very good. I'm not saying they're not good. I'm saying I've done studies also where I showcase that women are fantastic multitaskers, and when you put a bunch of tasks in front of women, they're more likely to be able to complete. Um, a number, uh, a number of tasks at once. I think it was. I have to pull that study again. But we basically mm -hmm. sh showed that women are an asset in the workplace in these regards. Yeah. However, we're not wired for it in the same way because of biology, and that is why you have women constantly trying to, I call it like feminized workplaces, like Bagel Friday, and we need a break for this. <laughs> that is so true. How many of us have somebody at work, right? Have somebody at work, and... I, I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but it's a fact. You know, the girl brings in donuts. She brings in the coffee. Guys do it, too. Don't get me wrong. Guys do it, too. Sometimes your boss would be like, hey, guys, I brought in coffee for the day, et cetera, whatever the case may be. But the female is most likely to make the job a home feel type of place. When the guy, m most of the time, because like I said, a lot of guys... A lot of guys are not uh, are not like uh, 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 a lot of guys are not like that. But there are some guys who are the same. They'll try to make the home, the job feel like home, etc. But most of the time, the guy just wants to come in, do his job, do an extra four hours in overtime, and go home. That's a fact. We ain't trying to make uh, our workplace feel like rainbow bright. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We in and we out and let's have it more team building and they do this but we that's do been this a thing for a while right like bagels no, on but the workplace we, but we that do just this like to spaces because we need it because biologically our body is telling us give us more work life balance i don't I, I have a lot of issues with what you're saying right now i am not denying that there is a biological component i'm not denying that women have hormonal fluctuations that differ from men i'm not denying any of that we would need to look at how that translates to um their behavior in the workforce you'd have to look at is it actually causing problems is it actually what not about causing like problems? Well, you would have to look at that you can't just say women are hardwired what this about way. Their and, well hold on one more thing and even more so even if someone's hardwired to be a certain way i don't know if that's necessarily if that means that that's exactly the way that they should live a lot of the times if we're going to appeal to nature the way that we just kind of are doesn't always translate to, well, then you should behave that way. Oh, female cannot compete with male testosterone. I male agree. testosterone is a driver toward action. Hurry it. They can't compete. And I would love to see, he, I would love to hear his rebuttal. They can't compete. They can't. We go to work. We, we, we can do another three to four hours, even though our shift is done. 
It's it, 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 listen. If you're a guy, right? If you're a guy, and you go to work, and you do an extra um four hours of overtime, how many times you still have enough energy? And I'm talking about for the guys because I know there's a lot of lazy people out there. I know that. But let me try to bring some sort of example. Look at my example, right? I'll go to work. I'll do an extra two to three hours of overtime. I still have a lot of energy left, right? But that's why I go to the gym. I go to the gym. I do four sets of whatever. It may be chest. It may be a chest day. maybe a shoulder day. You know, maybe an arm day, whatever the case may be. And I'll work out. And even after I do my sets that I have prepared, I bust it out and do three more sets on top of that because obviously I always try to grab on the opportunity to tear into more muscle. I, I always try to gravitate on that opportunity because it, it, as long as I don't injure myself, I do push myself to that point to tear more muscle. The testosterone is a very powerful thing when it comes to a man. It is. It is. First of all, it's what makes men healthy, right? Testosterone is so important, too. It's been demonized, right? I think it was, um, who was it, James Cameron, that said, like, testosterone is toxic recently. We covered that. But that's another garbage thing. But testosterone is key for you, for how your anatomy thrives, your organs, your bones. Well, I would hope so. Take that, Red Pillars. Who knows in 2023? Mm -hmm. We're wondering if you do. Testosterone is vital for you, but testosterone is incredibly powerful. It's a driver of ambition. It's a driver in a way that female hormonal makeup is not. That that is why men go into these work environments, and you don't need a study to show this. You just need eyes and ears. They will go in. They will be hardwired to work 15, 16, 17-hour days. There is a drive there that comes Absolutely. from Absolutely. 56% of women right now reported in the latest Gallup are poll. Are they? They have ha- said that they want to go into the workforce. Of course. Not that they have to. Of course. They want to. Of course. There's your so society. is that not an ambition? There is your societal impact. Does that not sound like they have ambition then to work? It sounds like women have been told for a very long time that they have to compete with a man that they're working overtime to try to make up for the fact that their hormone makeup is not driven toward that, that they much more are suited for a work-life balance and that they are much happier in those spaces, which is why you have every, uh, every single, let me, I'm just going to make a statement about my own life. Every single corporate CEO I, oh, I know that is female is unhappy. Why is that? Why is that? And every single one of those people will tell you, if you, if you have a heart-to-heart with them and they, they really open up, will sit down and come from media business where – all of these women are suffering inside <laughs> deeply because just, because they are not wired the same way for it, and they are trying to do what society tells them to. I'm not telling women not to work, by the way. I know, no, I understand. And I'm mm-hmm. not telling women. Listen, I have a show here. I have a career that came before this. I'm not telling them not to do that. But because I've been in the thick of that, I can tell you that you should honor your biology. And if your body is telling you this is overwhelming, how many of those women come home? and can't find the work-life balance and are absolutely miserable. How many women do we know on antidepressants right now? How, how many, many women men? are on anxiety? For how different many reasons. Me- how different many reasons. people in general are unhappy if they there don't have a good work-life balance? Reasons. That's just, that's again, this is... Men do not crave a work-life balance the way women do. They don't. They don't. They're, they're driven by... You cannot ignore the impact of these...
<laughs> she could not have said it any better. There is no balance when it comes to a man. A man can work an 18-hour days with no problem. A man can work. I, I work 14-hour days. God forbid in the winter, 15, with no problem. Do I get fatigue? Yes. But I don't get fatigued because of the physical work. I just get fatigued by seeing the place sometimes. I just like, I, I get, I feel like I'm being compressed in, in a small room. You know what I mean? But when it comes to the work, when I'm active, when I'm out there, when I'm, I'm pulling cars out of ditches, when I'm, I'm, I, can be, I can do that all day. Captain America, baby, I can do that all day. And I won't even look at the time. I won't even look at the time. As long as I'm active and I got another call, I got another call, I got another call, another call, one of the ditch, there's an accident, et cetera. I can do that all day and not even worry about the time. I don't care about going home. All I care about is the cha-ching, how much money I'm making by staying another hour. See, ladies will care about that time. It's just not hardwired the same. And that's when biology, once again, once again, runs its course because men and women they're just not wired the same at all and she's telling the truth about that it's, it's a fact hormones if and that was true then the why do women do not only do well in a work environment but they significantly benefit work environments because well that's what to say they're not capable Oh, but you're I'm saying, saying they're that. not following their biology. I'm they're saying not they're, hardwired I'm for saying that, apparently. They're capable. So how are they benefiting the company? I'm saying they're capable. They're smart. They're organized. They're great at interpersonal relationships. I'm not here to, to rag on women. I am one. I know that what I bring to the table, and I'm proud of the fact that I'm a woman. And I'm, mm -hmm. you know, I'm not telling these women what to do. What I am telling you is that you cannot compete with male testosterone, and there are a number of women, an increasing number of women, who go into these spaces feel like they have to compete with men in a corporate structure, climb this corporate ladder. One, they push their whole family life aside for an extended period of time. They delay that. They wind up in a freeze your eggs panic. And because there is a, there is a biological clock that women have to think about that men don't, that's mm -hmm. a whole societal component. And then they're depressed and miserable and looking back and like the career's not gonna keep you warm at night in the same way that a husband and a child will. I can tell you that from experience. That would depend because- it What are you talking about it would depend? But this is why I feel like you don't like numbers no, as much as I do because I, but the numbers, numbers that exist don't help you. What they do the numbers show? Do they, they show, show that, that the stay women at home moms, They show it, that stay at home moms have higher rates of depression. They show that women who are in caregiving positions. I, what did I say? I didn't say anything about stay-at-home mom. They said that women who are in caregiving positions report more negative emotions. This idea that just because they're women, they would be happier if they. I would love to know where he got that from. Women's are women of this world are nurturers by default. By default, women's are nurturers. Period. Even to her man, you want a woman who can nurture you. You want a woman when you're coming back from work, beat up, tired after doing those 15 hours. And if you're a man's man, after doing the 15 hours, you go to the gym, you're sore. She's willing to rub you down, oil you up, massage you, nurture you back to good health. Women's are nurturers by default. And now he's saying that ladies who are nurturers are way more unhappy.
How? Where is that study? They had a child and a husband. That's not necessarily true. That's People not what are I said. happiest that's when they're living the lives that's that not, they want to live. That's not what I said. What I said is there are an increasing number of women who climb the corporate ladder, feel that they have to compete with a man, are told they have to compete with a man, follow that path, do want a family and a husband, delay it, and wind up at the end of the road thinking that they spent a lot of time on something that shouldn't have been a priority and look back at that and say, I was working my fingers to the bone to be what society told me I needed to be, and that didn't bring me joy. That's what I'm saying. So do I'm you think that there is a middle ground then? Because say that you have a single woman and she does want to get married at some point. She wants to have a kid. But it's also important that she has a means by which she can support herself independently yeah. before she's married, right? So, yeah. I mean, if she's working. The thing is that I always wonder is why can't you do both? Like, I, I feel because like. You, because, you, because it's hard to do both as a woman. Because time passes very quickly and fertility windows are what they are. I oh, I'm sorry. I should clarify. I mean, if you have a husband and you yeah. have a child. You can do both. A lot of the times it's seen as this either or. It's like become the, the Who family takes care person. Of the child? Or, hmm? Who takes care of the child? It would depend, I guess. So let's say you have two working parents in a house. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know what your situation is. I I have an odd flex, oddly flexible situation, obviously. Maybe I do, you too. do as well. I kind of understand right. that, Right. Yeah. So let's say you have two working parents in a house, and the woman wants to stay and do what she has a passion for. I would love to hear what he says. She wants to stay. The husband is going to say, w what happens with that child? If there's not, let's take out that grandma lives next door because right. that's not a lot of people's reality. I wish it was my reality. Mom, please move. But it's not a lot of people's. W what happens to that child? I mean, unfortunately, some kids are just kind of put in daycare and they're raised in daycare. That's why but it's a problem. Well, hold on. If we want to talk about the reality, a lot of the times the reality is that the way the economy is right now, both parents need to work. Sometimes it's seen as like... He's absolutely right about that. Once again, we come to another agreement. There's a lot of situations, unfortunately, the way the economy is that both parents are forced to work. Unfortunately. But that's not in every household. Because it has been proven that families can live off of 60000 a year. So the lady can actually stay at home with the kids. But he is correct about that. The, the selfish woman mm -hmm. is neglecting the child. What about the families who they're just scraping by and they both need to work? Mm -hmm. That's also a reality. Fair. So, so but what happens to that child? Like this, this is what, that's fair. So should, if they can't both, if wait, if they can't support the child with just the income of one parent, then should they not have no, the child? No, what I'm saying to you is that's fair. That's a fair assessment that that does happen, that you have families where both parents need to work. But mm -hmm. what I'm saying is, is it worth a look? And, and I'm not, this is not even what I'm saying to do, but why can't we have a conversation about, is that the ideal though? Is the ideal situation that both parents work? Right. I would say no. And I would agree. If they have a kid, yeah, the ideal situation because would be that somebody is with that child to more be often. with that child, right? And um, it could and, be I, and I ask, I don't remember who did the, talking about like, um, you may have an issue with this, I don't know, but somebody did, oh God, was it Tate? Who was it that said, if you walked into a nursery and oh boy, into a daycare center, you have a daughter, okay? Mm -hmm. If you walked into a daycare center for your three-year-old and you looked around and there were a bunch of kids there, and there were 10 people who worked there mm -hmm. to take care of your little girl, and it was 10 men. Mm -hmm. would, that, would that be seem odd to you? Probably, yeah. 
Why? What do you mean probably? It will. Right now, it's primarily women in those positions. Would it feel odd to you? Would you prefer if you could walk next door and you could have 10 women take care of your little girl? Would you opt for that? Um, it, it would, again, depend. This is where the... Oh, my God. It would depend on what, Hunter? You walk into a nursery, you see 10 adult men who are babysitting the kids. You go next door, you see 10 adult ladies. You're telling me for a fact that it depends on which one you go to? So it depends. Your decision depends on which one you go to. You wouldn't definitely find that the 10 men would be kind of way too odd to drop your child off there. You won't be way more comfortable to drop your child off to 10 ladies instead of 10 men. We need to talk, Hunter, if, that, if that's your decision right there. The socialization aspect comes okay, in. Okay, but because it's this, not just socialization. But no, I know where you're going with this. No, no, you're, but, but you're but trying to make the argument that women are sort of naturally nurturers and better caregivers. I'm not trying people. to make the argument. I'm making the argument because it's true. No, it's not. That's women are what I'm naturally saying. more nurturing Wait, by nature. That's not. Hold on. Women are not as happy in these positions, primarily when they are expected to be in these positions, when that's not what they want Forget to do. Forget about expectation when somebody doesn't want to do it, because that's like saying that somebody has a baby and they never wanted a baby. But women are expected more so to be the nurturers, well, the I'm not caregivers. talking about ex expectation, though. I'm talking about biology. So I carried a child in my belly, and that I, I gave that little boy life, right? So there is a connection I have to him that no one's going to have, including my husband. My husband has his own relationship with my son, but that nurturing chip, mm -hmm. that's biology. I'm not saying that a guy can't be, I'm not saying a guy can't be warm and a guy can't a be guy can affectionate be nurturing, right? and a guy can't be, I'm not even saying that a guy can't be nurturing, but I'm saying that is it not just a reality that by nature women are more nurturing? Can we not just acknowledge that? I mean, wh why is it so hard to just acknowledge that there are certain differences in men and women. Men are stronger. Yes. They're Period. stronger. They're, you're, you're more built for a fight, for a physical fight, in, across the board. I mean, of course, yeah, you pull in a female boxer and she comes at you today, you're going to be like, wrecked. shit. Yeah. But maybe not, actually. I don't know. I'm not a know. very good metric. I mean, like, a, a chihuahua could beat me up. Okay. So. Well. <laughs> do, do you guys want me to continue? <laughs> After hearing this debate, and you hear Hunter say that, can you see why? Can you see why? I won't. I don't take some of his opinions seriously. Because if that's the confidence you have for yourself as a man with testosterone. As a man, being a man, and that's the confidence you have yourself to tell yourself that you can get beaten up by a chihuahua. You see why I don't take all of his male judgments seriously. I just don't. I, I, I just don't. You will never hear a man's man say something like that about himself. Because even if he'll get beat up, silly, he'll still fight. He'll still try to win. He will never say, I'm going to lose that fight. He'll say, I'm going to try to win that fight.
So I can't tell you who's going to be the winner. He will never, absolutely never say, I definitely will lose. I will definitely get my ass beat. If you want to see the rest of this very interesting interview, it's on Jebediah's YouTube page. Jebediah Bella, she's sensational. I love her channel. She's amazing. Make sure you tune in to the rest of this interview. It was amazing. Like I said, I wasn't going to cover the entire interview. I was just going to, I just was going to review the meat and potatoes of it. But I find it very interesting. This interview blew my mind away. And I just had to talk about it in my podcast. Unfortunately, I'm not going to spend the whole two hours talking about the other situations they talked about because it just didn't feel like the meat to me. But this part of the conversation was the meat and potatoes. And I hope you check Jebediah Bella out. She's amazing. Once again, she has a YouTube. She has an Instagram. Check her out. Show some support. And as always, I thank you for sitting at my table at Chi-Town. Make sure you follow me and make sure you join my Discord so we can have general discussions and we can have debates. And we can also see if you can possibly change my mind. Like I said, I'm not above correction. But as always, thank you for sitting at my table. I'm out of here. Peace! Arch criminal who must be put away. Another innocent victim. I don't know. I don't mean